Okay, did you know that people waste around 17 hours of a 45-hour working week? It's two whole working days wasted, or a whole week in a month, or three months out of a year. Imagine if we could get this time back. Then we must learn how to stop doing this. Meet Leah. She's 28 years old, and today we will help her to be more productive. The first thing Leah should do is to listen to her body, try to work together, and take advantage of it. You probably know that some people are early birds and others are night owls. So Leah needs to figure out which one she is. Is she more active in the morning or in the evening? Now that she figured it out, she needs to plan her sleeping schedule properly, accounting for her needs but also for commitments like office hours. Leah has a lot of freedom here. She lives alone and works remotely. But she does have a meeting every workday at 11, and she watches her niece for an hour after school. So she has to be awake at those times. Happily, she's an early bird. Consistency is very important for the sleeping schedule. So once she figures it out, she needs to stick to it. After weeks of trying different things, Leah realized that she needs 7.5 hours of sleep. So she goes to bed at 11.15 p.m., It takes her about 15 minutes to fall asleep, and she wakes up at 6 a.m. The next thing Leah needs is a constant and energy-boosting morning routine. This way, she won't waste time and energy thinking if she should shower or if she wants to brush her teeth before or after you eat, or if she wants to eat sandwiches or eggs for breakfast. It's nice to add some energy-boosting activities, like a workout or a little walk. Also, it's good to avoid your smartphone during the first hour of the day. Morning is done, but there's a whole working day ahead. There are a couple of rules Leah needs to know. First, to-do lists are important. The problem is that our to-do lists are never-ending. Good news! We don't have to do every single thing on that list. Have you ever heard of the 80-20 rule? It states that 20% of our tasks give us 80% of the result. The other 80% of the tasks only give us an additional 20% of the outcome. Bottom line, 80% of our tasks are close to useless. So what Leah needs to do is to look at her to-do list and identify the 20% of the most important tasks and start with them right away. But what should she start with? She should eat a live frog. No, not this kind of frog. Discover why critics are calling Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes the best film of the franchise. What a wonderful day! It's a jaw-dropping spectacle that demands to be seen on the biggest screen possible. I need to go. Hang on. It is our time. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Now playing only in theaters. Rated PG-13. Some material may be inappropriate for children under 13. The frog is the most important and most likely the most difficult task on the to-do list. It's the task that will have the most positive impact on Leah's career, and it's probably the one she is more likely to procrastinate on. So, she should identify the frog and eat it. Meaning, do that task right away. Completions of the hardest tasks give us the most satisfaction. But frogs are frogs because they're the hardest and the ones we typically procrastinate on. I'm willing to bet that at least 15 of those 17 hours we lose, we procrastinate on the big and most important task. The reason we procrastinate is that it seems too big, too long, or too scary. So here's how Leah should approach any hard task. To break it into smaller tasks and then do them one by one. 
Ideally, each one of these tasks should take no longer than 20 minutes. Leah's most important task for the day is to finish her work project, so that's what she needs to break into parts. But wait, before Leah starts, we need to check the other tasks and try to distribute them throughout the day effectively. Leah should track the time frames when she's most productive and when her brain works best. Pinpoint the opposite, times when she gets exhausted, or times when she normally gets distracted by other commitments in her life. Here's a list of all the typical tasks she does every day, and now she just needs to assign them to the time slots. Leah's most important task every day is to work on her project, so she obviously should avoid doing it at 1pm, when her niece comes to stay with her for an hour after school. Leah can get easily distracted, so she should better schedule checking emails during this time slot. The best idea is to schedule the most important task during her most productive hours. Her most productive hours are from 7am to 10am, so she needs to start with it first thing in the morning and do the hardest tasks during that time. Leah's brain stops working as efficiently around 4pm, so that's a good time to do notorious work like editing the variables and putting the tables together. Drafting a day like this will give her a productive structure she can work around. Now it's time to start working. Here are a few tips for Leah on how to do it efficiently. First, group similar tasks so you can do them one after another while staying in the right mindset. Second, eliminate everything distracting. Put the phone on do not disturb mode, use website blockers, and don't check email. In fact, set two time slots every day to check emails and never do it when it's not the time. If something comes to your mind, like a thought or another thing you realized you need to do, don't jump to do it. Just write it down and go back to the main task. Always keep a notebook to capture thoughts and ideas, because they don't always come back. Let go of perfectionism. It's unnecessary and only adds stress and pressure. The next truth is that you can't be productive without taking breaks. We're not robots to sit down and work for 9 hours straight without any breaks. That's actually another reason why you procrastinate. There are many strategies, and you should find what works best for you. Some people focus for 25 minutes and take a 5-minute break after. Some do it 50-10. Some work for 90 minutes with a 15-minute break. Try each and see what works best for you. But don't go more than 90 minutes at once without a break. You'll start losing your focus, and it'll be hard to make up for it. Instead of a 15-minute break, you'll need one hour or will even procrastinate for the rest of your day. We don't want that. Try to take effective breaks, though. The breaks must give you energy instead of taking it away. Scrolling through social media isn't a good kind of break because it makes your attention scattered. The best one is probably to go outside for a short walk, but you can also make yourself a cup of tea or have a chat with a colleague. If you decide to take a power nap, schedule a 25-minute nap, 5 to fall asleep, and 20 for the actual nap. Don't take a nap longer than that because you'll enter a sleeping phase that will only make you groggy when you wake up. But also, don't stress about not being able to fall asleep within 5 minutes. As long as you're laying those 25 minutes with your eyes closed, your brain gets that needed rest. Here's a list of nice break activities for you. Go outside. Do a little stretch. Lie down and close your eyes. Make a drink. Eat a healthy snack. Take a call. Breathing exercise or meditation. 
tidy up your room, read a book, doodle. I like that one. That's it. The working day is over. Remember that the evening routine is important to detach from work and start resting. Take a shower, eat dinner, and read. And don't forget to plan for the next day. This way, you'll be able to start your day right away without losing any time to figure it out. Good luck! That's it for today. So hey, if you pacified your curiosity, then give the video a like and share it with your friends. Or if you want more, just click on these videos and stay on the bright side.